Jesus, will you lift your hands and just ask the Lord to do that right now. Lord, wrap me up. Lord Jesus, like only you can. Lord Jesus, wrap us up, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It feels good to be in the house of the Lord. And I, I know that it is Labor Day weekend and there are people taking advantage of, the, of that. And I'm happy that people can. But I'm happy that you're here today and you're worshiping the Lord. And we are uh, together uh, in his presence. In his presence. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to read a scripture. You can remain standing if you like since you're already up. And uh, just going to read this scripture. And then we're going to get into the word a little bit. Uh, let the, the light of this glorious gospel touch us. Luke chapter 19, <clears throat> beginning with verse number 1. And there are people that are visiting, there are guests with us. Thank you all for being here one more time. Thank you so much for traveling and being here. Luke chapter 19 and verse number 1. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. Little Sunday school song there. Which was a chief among the publicans, and he was rich and sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press because he was little of stature. That's a politically correct statement, I'm guessing. <laughs> and he ran before and he climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him and he was to pass that way and so he, he positions himself and when Jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him and said unto him Zacchaeus he called him by name make haste and come down for today I must abide at thy house. He made haste and he came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, everybody else, they all murmured, saying that he has gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. Lord, let us be guests of people that are not just like us. Amen. Zacchaeus stood and he said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my good I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false uh, uh, accuser, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for as much as he, as he also is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek... And to save that which was lost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word. Let's pray before we're seated. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your goodness and your mercy. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word that is life and it is light. I pray, God, that your revelation will flow through this place, who you are and what you want to do in each and every one of our lives. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, God, that you will come down in this place, meet with each and every one of us here. God, let us leave this place different than what we came. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Everyone said amen. amen. You may be seated. I am not a big fan of the darkness and um, I you know of course you know you want to act like you're you're cool with it you know because you're grown up you know but I must say my steps are probably a little bit quicker in the dark than in the light and uh, I, I remember I, I mentioned that I was talking about a different aspect of the story but uh, a number of years ago my family uh, we were uh, went on a missions trip throughout, I, actually I was young, I was probably about 13, and we was on a missionary trip 
throughout Europe. And uh, on that trip, we took one of the days and uh, we went uh, into some of the salt mines. And these salt mines are very, very uh, cool. They have these big trees that they cut down, these huge logs that you actually kind of sit on and slide down from one level to the next. And uh, it's deep and you just keep going down. Uh, and it was, I, I guess it was okay, but we kept going deeper and deeper. And then uh, for, for the, the sheer joy of it, I suppose, for themselves, they turned out the lights. We are deep under the ground and there is no more light. And it, it is almost, I don't know if you've ever been somewhere where, I mean, it's, it's dark. It's not like someone just turned the lights out. I mean, it is dark. You can, it's like you can almost feel the darkness. It is so dark. It is so overpowering. And uh, I was very happy when someone flipped the switch on. I got to tell you, joy came into my heart uh, at that moment. And uh, I've seen people uh, that, that don't like the darkness and uh, they haven't uh, enjoyed it. There's, there's a certain uh, hunting uh, expedition you could go on and it's called snipe hunting. If anyone has never been snipe hunting and you would like to come and talk to me later, I'd be happy to oblige. But uh, snipe hunting, I'm going to give it away, I'm sorry, but snipe hunting is where you take somebody out and uh, you give them a bag and, and you explain how these snipes are going to come. And they're out there and you say, what we're going to do is you're going to stand here and we're going to surround this area and we're going to start shaking the bushes and, uh, and then we're going to kind of be quiet and you're going to hear the snipes coming and they're going to run right into the bag. You just stay right here. And then everybody just leaves this poor joker out in the middle of the woods all by themselves. And all of a sudden, I, I remember doing uh, this in, uh, on some of our father-son camping trips with, with some folks. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden, you just you, you hear them... <laughs> sitting there. Now, normally what you do is you just like hunker down. You just real quiet. You don't say a word. After a while, uh, Brother Jeter. <laughs> and back then, but Brother Jerry. Brother, Brother Jeter. Brother, Brother Jerry. They start hear, calling the friends, and then you start hearing the going by the bushes. And if, if you're lucky and they don't get hurt, you hear a like that. And that's when they hit the tree and, uh, and everyone laughs and that's the end of that. Okay. <laughs> it's the darkness though that gets you. It's not that they couldn't walk through the woods. It's not that they were scared of the bushes. It's what's in the darkness. What's out there that you cannot see, that you don't know what to do with. And, and the darkness is really a, it, it feels like it's a horrible place to be. What's there? What's out there? What's going on? And, and, and you feel the darkness that begins to uh, creep in and you, you don't understand what's going on around. People that, that live in caves that have been uh, in positions, sometimes uh, they, they live there on purpose. Sometimes uh, they have been trapped in a cave. And, and the longer you're in the cave, you actually begin to lose your ability to see at all. The only thing that makes you comfortable about darkness is when you become comfortable with your surroundings. The only way that you can get through darkness okay is when you know where things are. My, my, I, li I like it dark when I sleep. I, you know, I want to pull the shades, put down the curtains, everything, everything I can do. And uh, I'm fine with that because I know where everything's at. Of course, until my kid leaves a toy in the middle of the floor that you step on or you kick and you stub your toe. But as a whole, I'm fine with the darkness in that familiar setting. I'm willing to put up with the darkness because I've learned where to walk and I've learned. It's not that it's better. I've just learned to deal with my surroundings. I don't like it. It's not my favorite thing. I prefer the light. I like the light. 
light brings joy. And the more light you get, the happier you are. I like light. Shine the light. My, for my mom, I, I like to get her uh, fun things and crazy things. And so I got her like a colored disco ball <laughs> at her house. And uh, it's over in the corner. And if we ever want to have fun, we'll be eating there. One of the kids are going to go and turn that thing on, and the color lights start going. And I I don't know. There's just something about it. You get happy. You start eating. Everybody's having a good time. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about the light. It brings joy. It brings happiness. You flip on the light, everyone starts smiling. There's something that is wonderful about the light. It is powerful. Light moves so fast. I read a, a statistic that if you were to get a traveler, a person, was to get in a jet airplane and to travel at 500 miles an hour uh, across the continent of the United States, you can do that in basically four hours. Right at four hours, you could travel from one to the other. If that travel was to go at the speed of light, he could circle the globe 7.5 times in one second at the speed of light. That's fast. 7.5 times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven and a half. In one second, the power of the speed of light. Einstein's theory of, tra- of light at this point has still holds true that nothing travels faster than light. And light is both a metaphor for reality and revelation. When you think of light and you begin to talk about light, uh, it's about good things that happen. Uh, Whenever you remember something or you come up with a good idea in the cartoons, a light bulb pops up. The light has a certain feel about it that says, hey, this is, this is, this is good. This is, this is, there's something about this that is going to move you forward. Light has a certain power about it. And when God begins to talk about himself, he, he uses the most powerful thing that we deal with on a daily basis, and that is light. In 1 John chapter 1, verse number 5, this then is the message which ye have heard of, of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him no darkness at all. God is light, and in him there's no darkness at all. When we reach the end and this world has passed away and we have left the bonds of this earth and gravity has loosened its grip on us and we sail into the heavens, however that's going to be. When we get to heaven, the Bible says that there will be no more sun in Revelation chapter 21 and verse 23 said that city will have no need of the sun, neither the moon, the uh, the shine of it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Uh, The Lamb itself, uh, for God is light. Uh, He's saying, oh, the sun is powerful. Uh, The moon does its job. Uh, But once we leave this place, uh, the true light uh, is what's going to light everything that we need to see. uh, For God is light, uh, and in Him no darkness at all. God decided to do something in this world and he started it with light. In the beginning, the Bible lets us know God creates the heavens and the earth. The earth was out form and void. Darkness is upon the face of the deep. And in verse 3 of Genesis 1, God said, let there be light. I'm about to bring life but I've got to have light before I produce life. I've got to show some revelation before life is going to come. Before the sustenance and everything that you're going to need, first I will produce light. 
But immediately he begins to put a separation between the light and the darkness. God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. Huh. He begins to separate these things, say that I will open the door to this, but not to that. Here that we find a, 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 a God that begins to separate light from darkness. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 6:14, "Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communication? Have light with darkness. You see, there is no fellowship, communication, connection between the light and the darkness. There is no fellowship between the two. When the light comes, the darkness has to go. When the light shows up, the darkness has to move into the corner and out of the room and beyond wherever the light beams are. When light comes, there is no fellowship or communication between light and darkness. You have darkness or you have light. You cannot have light and darkness in the same place at the same time. You can have one and the other, one and the other, but you cannot have it at the same time. And everything begins to look jerky when you do. People can't figure out why their life is like that. You put on a strobe light and you begin to see. You can't see things clearly. You get snippets and things sometimes don't make sense. Sometimes it can even look scary and begin to mess with your mind because light and darkness are opposed to each other. Huh. But the light comes into the darkness and it begins to illuminate the path that you must take. So Jesus beginning to talk about himself and John the revelator speaking of the glory of who God is and that God was manifest in the flesh. He was letting us know who God was and what he did in John chapter 1 and verse 1. It says, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. When you skip this to verse 14, it says, and the Word that was God, that Word was made flesh. We are speaking of Jesus Christ. Here in the beginning was the Word. The Word is with God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. When He showed up, Life showed up. And when life showed up, the light turned on. Somebody flipped the switch. <laughs> In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. So the light began to shine in darkness, but the darkness it began to cringe at the sight. It came. Oh, didn't I blind you? Oh, don't you wish you have one? Someone, I told someone before service, I need one of these. They said, no one has them. I said, this is a redneck church. Someone's got one of these things. <laughs> the light shines. And you're, you're glad. What, what, I've never seen it before. I, it, it's too much for me. I can't handle it. And our, our, our first reaction is to back off the light, to retreat from the light. The light shines in darkness. The darkness comprehends it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now, what is he doing? He's preparing people for the light. He is trying to pull them out of the darkness of their mind and the darkness of the world that was around them, trying to prepare themselves for the light that was coming to shine. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth 
every man, every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But to as many as received him, who? The light, the light that shined. To as many as received the light, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Believe on what? Believe on his name. What was his name? Jesus, which means Jehovah saves or Jehovah has become my salvation. Those that will believe, there's a light that's coming. There's a light that's on its way. And something's got to happen in me. I can't cringe from the light. I've got to make up my mind. It may be uncomfortable, but I'm coming to the light. It may make me cringe, but I've got to come to the light. John lets us know. She begins to write in John chapter 3, verse 19. And this is the commendation. That light is coming to the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Here's the, the, the condemnation. This is where it hits us. Men love darkness rather than light. They like darkness rather than light. Important, what I'm about to say. Not because they like darkness better. Not because they enjoy the darkness. They love darkness rather than light. Because they're ashamed of their deeds. Not because of the joy they get from it. Not because of the happiness of the darkness. But they want their deeds to be covered in the darkness of night. Darkness is not loved because darkness is a great place to be. Darkness is not love, and sin is not loved because sin is so great, but because the deeds that we've done, I can't bear to have them in the light. I can't bear to bring my deeds to the light. We do not love darkness rather than light because darkness is so great, but our deeds are so horrible. Hear me. There are people that are hiding in the darkness not because they want to be there. There are people in this place today, you are in the darkness, not because you desire darkness, not because you want to live in the darkness, not because darkness is your best friend, but simply because there are things that you think if the light shows up, it's going to mess you up. Everyone that doth evil hates the light. Neither cometh to the light that their deeds shall be reproved. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with my deeds. Let me just keep them in the shadows. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. But he that doth truth come to the light. That his deeds may be manifest. The rot in God. When you come to the light, there is some exposure that happens. And people have to make the decision. Do I want to live in the darkness? Well, I have to grope. And the only reason I'm happy at all about it is because I've become so familiar with my sins. I do not enjoy the darkness, but I've become familiar. I know where to turn. I know what to do. 
I know when to sidestep. I know I, I, I've learned my way around uh, the sin in my life. Uh, I don't enjoy it. Uh, but the only thing that makes me at all comfortable uh, is my relationship uh, to the darkness uh, and the deeds uh, that I have become so familiar with. Uh, but I would love uh, to get out of this darkness. Uh, I would love uh, to get out of this place uh, where I can't see uh, and I can't see the glory uh, of God uh, and I can't see what's down the road uh, and it feels like nothing uh, is showing me what to do. Uh, my life has no purpose uh, and no direction. Uh, I'm groping uh, in the darkness uh, but I've got to make a decision. Uh, what am I going to do with the light? So Jesus comes walking down the road. He enters in Luke 19 and 1 and passes through Jericho. The light come passing through. The light come passing through. What are you going to do with the light, Zacchaeus? Light has come to this city, but it's just passing through. Why? No fellowship between light and darkness. Light just passes through. So Jesus enters and passes through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He's a chief among the publicans. He, he was a tax collector. He was a tax collector, and he was rich. Now, when I studied this out, the tax collectors did live okay. But in order for them to be rich, they had to be dishonest. And they knew no one could touch them. When it says he was a public servant, a tax collector, and he's rich... It was saying, this guy's a crook. It was saying, this guy had gotten his wealth outside of the light. But there was something in him. He, he wanted to see the light. There's a big difference from wanting to see the light and wanting the light to see you. Big difference. I remember when the Chamberlains first came to this church in the old church. They literally came because their grandfather wanted to see how crazy we were. <laughs> right? Seriously. No, he, he was a wonderful, but Mr. Shive was an incredible man. But, but oh, he absolutely loved it. But he was like, y'all got to see this church. There's so much energy in this church. This place is crazy. You love this place? He brought the whole family. He would bring people. It was like a museum or something. No, I'm just joking. He would just bring people, just bring people to, to check this place out. It was amazing. He wanted to expose them to the light. There's lots of people that want to see the light. But when the light sees them, now we're at a different situation. So he's the chief. Among the public, he, he is a he is a tax collector. He's rich, and he but he he was wanting to see Jesus. Who was this man that I've been hearing about? What is all this thing? All these things I've been hearing about him. But he could not see because of the press. There was so much in his way he could not get a glimpse. But there was such a desire, just like people in this place today. Such a desire to see the light that he runs before. He gets ahead of the crowd. I know these streets. I know everything about it. I know for this crowd to get anywhere, they're going to have to go down this road and get here. And he runs before the crowd and he finds a tree and he climbs up into a sycamore tree so that he could see him when he passed that way. And Jesus came to the place. Jesus said, I could take another way. But Jesus kept walking. And he comes to the place, and Zacchaeus is looking and trying to decide, is this Jesus really all he's made up to be? 
I'm just trying to get a glimpse of this Jesus character. Is Jesus really everything uh, that they say he is? Uh, can he do what they say he could do? Uh, can he really forgive sins? Uh, can he really give people fresh starts? Uh, can he really make a difference in people's lives? Uh, and he's just wanting to get a glimpse uh, of the light. Just want to see it. He watches the light. Can Jesus help me? Can Jesus forgive me? Can Jesus give? But I'm just, I'm up here. I'm not calling out his name. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just trying to get a glimpse of the light. But Jesus comes to the place and he looks up. Now where can he go? He looks up. <laughs> and he saw him and said unto Zacchaeus, Make haste, come down. Today I must abide in thy house. Now he has to make a choice. See, the light comes. Watch your eyes. The light comes. The light shows up, but now he has to make a choice. I have seen people, when they come to the house of God, some in a Bible study where I'm sitting across the table, some out on the street when we're doing a block party, and the light comes, and they're like a deer in the headlights. Notice I'm nicer to myself. I didn't turn the light on. It was just a little close. The light shows up and looks up at Zacchaeus and says, Come down. I'm coming to your house. I must. I need. I need. I see a, a darkness. And the light in me wants to feel the darkness. Now Zacchaeus has a choice. Huh. What am I going to do? Right. I made the effort to climb the tree to come to church. But now the light is starting to shine on me. What am I going to do? Just like start coming up with stuff? I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm bird watching. I... I'm just, I, I was told in this time of the year, I've seen people come up with excuses. There's something inside of them that would cause them to climb the tree, to walk into the house of the Lord, to come after God. But when the light hits, oh, I'm, I'm me, me here? What, 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 me? What? No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm all right. I'm good. I, I was I was up here. No, you think I was here to look for you? No, no. I saw the crowd, and there were some people that's been running for me with their taxes. That's what it is. And and I'm looking for those uh, that's been running from their taxes, uh, and I'm just trying to spot them. He had a choice at this point. What do I do now that the light is shining on me, uh, and I can feel uh, the power of God uh, moving on me? What do I do now? Just trying to find somebody. Just wondering what the crowd was looking at. and uh, not, Nothing really to see here, Jesus. Uh, just move on. Uh, but he's at the crossroads uh, because he saw the light. Uh, but now the light uh, is shining on him. Uh, now uh, the light uh, is piercing the darkness uh, in his life. Uh, now he has to make a decision. And he does. He doesn't wait. He doesn't hesitate. He doesn't try to figure out, oh, how should I do this? What's the best way? Uh, but the Bible says, uh, and he made haste. He said, this thing's been scaring me. I, I didn't try to push through the crowd like the woman with the issue of blood. I, I didn't try to uh, find a way. I, I just wanted to see. Uh, but now that the light is shining on me uh, and I realize this is my opportunity, uh, I'm going to come down uh, and I'm going to receive him uh, with joyfulness. Uh, I'm going to receive him uh, with the joy uh, that's inside of me. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, could he possibly be talking to me? Uh, is it true what he said uh, that he doesn't hold things against me? 
and everybody else until you have been in the light. Everybody else begin to murmur because all they could think of is light and darkness shouldn't be together. Everybody else and Zacchaeus is probably thinking the same thing. Wait a second. What's going on? Light and darkness can't be together. Everybody else begins to murmur, begins to complain. They begin to talk and say, can you believe this? He's gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus realizes maybe they're going to try to pull him away from me. And he wants to know, I see the light. And I know there's things going on in me that should not be. Now I have to make a choice. Do I follow the searchlight do I follow the searchlight or do I stay where I am the light has come to me there's something that's shining at me there's something that's exposing things in my life now what am I going to do with the light how am I going to handle the light here he is and there you are what are you going to do now that the light is shining on you what are you going to do saint and sinner with the light Zacchaeus realizes there's no fellowship with light and darkness. He says, let me get the darkness out because I don't want the light to leave me. Zacchaeus stood. He stands up. He says unto the Lord, behold, Lord, the half of my goods. I'm giving to the poor. It's been all about me, what I want and how I want to do it and how I want to get through this thing and how I'm going to make the next step. It's been all about me, 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 me. But now all of a sudden, I'll give it. And if I've taken it, he knew he took stuff. And if I've taken it, it's amazing how we still try to put this thing in there. If I have taken anything from any man by false accusation. Thank you. He said, I will restore uh, not just what I gave, uh, but fourfold. Uh, I'm going to give. Uh, I'm going to give everything I can. Uh, and Jesus says unto him, uh, this day, uh, how salvation come uh, to this house uh, for as much uh, as you are the son of Abraham. Uh, and this is what's going on uh, for the son of man. Uh, Jesus uh, came to seek uh, and to save uh, that uh, which was lost. Uh, he's on a mission. Uh, he's trying to find uh, those uh, dark spots uh, and shine a light on it. Uh, why? Uh, so he can make you feel bad? Uh, no. Uh, that's the problem. Uh, we don't understand it. Uh, we say, uh, I've got to hide in the darkness uh, because if the light shows up, uh, I'll be condemned. Uh, and Jesus says, no. Uh, when the light comes on, uh, you're going to be able to fix the problems. Uh, it's not going to hold you anymore. Uh, it's not going to control you anymore. Uh, the darkness uh, cannot fight the light. Oh, somebody uh, that you've been bound in darkness, uh, but the light was turned on. Uh, why don't you take a minute uh, and begin to praise him? Oh, go ahead. Do that a little bit more right now. Lift your voice a little bit. The light has come. The light's not here to make you feel bad. The light's not here to cause you to go deeper in the shadows. It's to call you out and say, listen, you don't have to live with this anymore. You don't have to feel like uh, you can only do what you've always done because that's what you're comfortable with. Uh, the only reason you're there and you have to stay around comfortable things uh, is because you're in the darkness. Uh, but if you'll get in the light, uh, you'll find there's a whole nother path for you. Uh, there's a whole nother way that you can go. But if this gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. For the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of this glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God should shine unto them for we preach not ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord 
It's not. He's saying, listen, it's not my light that I'm trying to shine. It's not what I think is perfection or not perfection. It's not what Pastor Jason says, oh, this is exactly how it is. No, we're trying to not shine our own light, but we're trying to shine the light of this glorious gospel that says, I died for everybody, and I love everybody. But what the devil does, it says, don't get in the light. If you get in the light, he's going to make you look bad. He's going to make you feel bad. He's going to make everything exposed. But what God has to get a hold of us today, and what we've got to do with ourselves is to say I don't care about the familiarity with the darkness I want a direction in my life I want purpose in my life I want heaven to be in my life God for God who commended the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts and given the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. See, the light comes and pushes back the darkness just long enough, Zacchaeus, for you to make a decision. Will I follow the light? Or will I creep back into the shadows? It could have been. Zacchaeus, I want to come and live inside of your heart. I want to come into your house. I want to bring salvation to your house. I prefer the darkness. And Jesus, as he did on other occasions, would have just kept walking by. The light is a searchlight. A searchlight is one that turns in the required direction to find what's in the darkness. The light has come to you today. You have to make up in your mind, will you choose the light? People think, well, the light's going to show my shame. The light's going to make me uncomfortable. Not so. The light's going to show you what's around you so you can fix it and then wrap you up. You say, but it's so dark and it's so deep. The darkness has crept in my life and there is no way out. Moreover, the law entreats. The fence might abound. But where sin abounds, Grace did much more abound. Another way to say it is, the darker the night, the brighter the light. And what happens is it doesn't shine on you to condemn your sin, but to bring grace so you can be forgiven and don't have to keep groping in the darkness when there is no hope in the darkness of the night. This then is the message which we have heard of him. And we declare unto you, God is light, and in him no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, We have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. His son cleanses us from all sin. The light comes when we walk in the light with him. Not to condemn us but to cleanse us and tell you I can get you whole you don't have to live in that sin anymore I'm not here to condemn you with the light I've not come to do that no there's no fellowship when I get done I'm not going to put you away I'm going to put the darkness away and the sin away stand with me But you are a chosen generation, 
You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You're a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into a marvelous light. Will you follow the light? Saul, you've been keeping things in the darkness. Saul, you've been hiding everything. I know what's going on in you, Saul. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. But I'm about to shine a spotlight on you. Now it's up to you. What are you going to do with it? Here it comes. On the road to Emmaus, a light shines out of heaven, knocks him backward off of his noble steed. Now he's looking up into the light. Who art thou, Lord? I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. I know what's battling in your mind. Saul, I know what you're going through. You're about to be the greatest apostle that this world has ever seen to the Gentiles. But first, before the life can come, the light has to show up. Before the life comes, the light has to be here first. I'm here to give you light so you can have life. Are you going to go to the light? Or are you going to sit here, Paul, and begin to give excuses? You don't understand what those Christians are doing. You understand. But now the light. What am I going to do with the light? Saul is faced with a decision. What are you going to do with the light? A woman's caught in adultery. And the light comes on. Look at the sin. And man's light points out the sin. And they bring in their dim-witted light this woman to Jesus and Jesus says Psh. now everyone has to make a decision am I going to stand here and condemn her while the light is shining on me or will I creep into the darkness and everybody else chooses darkness but a woman that's laying on the ground at Jesus' feet he says, I know what you've done, but I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to say, let's get rid of all this stuff because I love you. And while everybody else is trying to kill you, I'm saying, come unto me. There you are, a woman at the well, going by yourself. Nobody else is there trying to get away from everybody so they don't condemn you. Uh, that the light is sitting on your well today. Uh, and now you're faced with a decision. Uh, do I go and follow the light? Uh, when he begins to say, uh, you've had many husbands. Uh, the one you're living with now uh, is not your own. Uh, and the light is shining. Uh, now she's faced with a decision. Uh, do I go after the light? Uh, there's scripture after scripture I could keep giving today. Uh, but the question is here today. What are you going to do with the light? Are you going to choose to run and go into the darkness, into your familiar settings? Oh, this makes me comfortable. This is nice. I can handle this. I know where everything's at, but I feel like I'm groping in the darkness and I have no direction for my family. I need the light. I'm here to tell you today that I need the light. Brother Terrell, there was a day he was faced with a decision. What am I going to do with the light? Brother Roland, there was a day. Brother Steve, there was a day. Brother Furman, there was a day. Brother Weekly, there was a day. Brother Jeter, there was a day. Brother Felix, there was a day. There was a day. And let me tell you, we face that day over and over again. We make a decision, and instead of dealing with it, it makes us go back into the shadows. The light is still there, but we love darkness rather than light, not because we want the darkness. We're tired of the darkness. We're tired of feeling this way, but I don't want it exposed. What are they going to say? What are they going to do? But all of a sudden, strength comes. And you realize he's come with grace. He's come with mercy. And if I will just bring it to the light, he says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest.
Nobody leaving. The Holy Ghost is here right now. The Holy Ghost is speaking to your heart and your mind. I'm talking to saints and sinners. There are people you are living in the darkness and you're tired of living in the darkness. And you want the light of God to come in you because you know that he will make the difference. But what you've got to do today is be willing to bring it to the light and say, God, here is the problems. I need help. And you're going to find he will not condemn you. He will love you. And that light will begin to push back the darkness in your life. And you'll begin to fix the issues. And God will make the difference in your life. Right now, I want you to ask the person beside you, in front of you, behind you, uh, would you like to pray? Don't move yet. Just ask them, would you like to pray? I want you, uh, people looking at me, turn around uh, and ask someone beside you, uh, would you like to pray? Uh, there's still people looking at me. Uh, I'm asking this church, uh, ask that person beside you, uh, would you like to pray? Uh, would you like to come into the light? Uh, would you like to take that step? Uh, now, if they said yes, uh, will you ask them to come with you? Uh, and let's walk down to this front uh, and fill this place. Uh, in the name of the Lord. Lord Jesus, come to the light today. Come on, don't stay in the darkness. Don't keep hiding from the things you know you can't handle. Ask that person, would you like to pray? Would you like to talk to God? This doesn't mean that you're joining the church necessarily. This means that you're tired of the darkness and you want the light to begin to shine in your life. That's it, come all the way up. Don't stop in the aisles. There are people behind you. Uh, come all the way up to the front uh, and find a place to pray uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, if there's sin in your life, uh, what you need to do uh, now that the light is shining on you, uh, you need to repent. Uh, you need to say, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the things in my life uh, that are not right. Uh, God, there's things in me that should not be. Forgive me, Lord. Uh, God, give me a fresh start today. Uh, God, I need you today. Uh, that's it. Begin to repent right now. Begin to ask God for his mercy. Uh, if you're in the church, uh, but you've allowed things to come in your life uh, that has caused you to creep back into the shadows, uh, why don't you come out today? Why don't you come out of the shadows today? And why don't you let the light uh, come unto you? Uh, it's a light of mercy. Uh, it's a light of grace. Uh, it's a light that will lift you. Uh, and there it is. Talk to him. Uh, talk to him today. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, ministers begin to move and pray. Ministers begin to move. Saints of God begin to minister in the name of Jesus. Go ahead. Obey God. Obey God. I don't know what to do. Just talk to the Lord. God, I need you. I need you. That's it. Talk to him. Talk to him. That's it.
it. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Come on, the light is shining on you. What are you going to do with the light? What are you going to do with the light? The light is shining out of darkness. I know it's hard to comprehend why you're still in darkness. But if you'll come to the light, there's lots of people that can testify to you. He's not going to put you down. He's going to lift you up. He's going to give you a fresh start. Come to the light today. That's it. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. That's it. If you're praying, keep praying. If you don't know what to do, this is what I'm going to ask you to do. Close your eyes and try to forget about everyone around you. Just forget about what they're doing. You and God right here, right now. And talk to him sincerely from your heart. Lord Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I don't understand everything going on around me. I don't know what's happening, but I know that I need you. So, Lord, here I am. And I'm asking you, God, if you can really do it, if it's really true, give me a fresh start. You said in your word that you would take all the things in the past and wash them away and you would make all things new. If that's true, I'm willing to step in the light and get a fresh start. In the name of Jesus, here I am. God, forgive me. Wash me. Give me a fresh start today. Cleanse my heart. Cleanse my mind. Come on, let the light shine. Walk in the light as he is in the light. So that the blood can cleanse you. You've got to walk in the light with him. So that the blood can cleanse you from all sins. There's still people praying. Will you do me a favor and just find somebody else to pray with? Find somebody else to agree with and just ask the Lord to help them, to give them the strength and the boldness to walk into the light. In the name of the Lord Jesus. yourself to be comfortable make a decision I got to deal with these things I can deal with them by myself I can let the accusing spotlights of others come on me like the adulterous woman or I can choose to step into the light where I'll find mercy and grace to help in the time of need choose the light Choose the revelation of the mighty God in Christ. Choose baptism in the only saving name, the name of Jesus. Choose to be filled with his spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Choose the light. 
choose the light. Thank you, Lord. I didn't get here today, but it comes a point that that light becomes you. Jesus said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. But there comes a moment when we become like the moon and we begin to reflect the sun and we become the light of the world. Not our own light, but the light of mercy and grace. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't God good to us? Isn't God good to us? Thank you, Lord. There are some people you just came rushing into the light. There are some that you are still up in that tree making the decision. Make the decision. Make a good choice. I promise you, you'll never regret walking in the light with Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Why don't you greet a few people on your way back to your seat? Tell them, welcome to the light. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Ushers, are you ready to receive?